What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. guest here and I should see I left my two shoe box over there I feel like I need to blow my nose but I'm not gonna get up because I have shorts on <laughs> and the camera's gonna see it but anyways I'm gonna let my guest introduce himself right now hey what up y'all my name is Ivan uh I go by the name of Ive when I'm doing music things like that but I go by the name of Ivan for the most part Okay, so what's funny is when I seen your name I looked up your music and everything and I'm like four Cause I'm thinking IV for you know the number four. That has a lot to do with it. Um, and I was, and then I looked at your name again. I was like, wait a minute, it's Ivan. I was like, oh, maybe it's like IV or I or something like. <laughs> so it's for both, really. Uh, four is a number that, uh, if you're from Antelope Valley, it means a lot to that community because, um, when I was in high school, it was this star football player, and he played. He was a two sport guy, and uh. I think a year after high school, he he had died, and he wore the number four. So a few people after high school, they uh, kept that on by wearing number four. And I was one of them, and I was fortunate enough to play after high school and play after college for a little bit. So uh, the IV is also to represent the four, and then just as I as well. That's awesome. Um, you said you're from Antelope Valley? Uh, so I grew up half of my life in Carson, California, and then the I say the next half I was in a Palmdale, Court Hill area. So that's Antelope Valley area. Yeah, I'm familiar with that area. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, let's just get into the podcast. Um, is there anything you want to say first and foremost before I start anything? Uh, no, I just pre- I, I appreciate you having me. I appreciate you being on here and uh, getting to talk a little bit. Yeah, pretty cool. Your, your humbleness. I've had a lot of people on, and not to discredit anybody else that I've had on, but you seem to be one of the most humble people that I've come across. I appreciate that. That means a lot. I mean, I just, you know, just keep to myself and try to work on a lot of things that I have to work on while I'm here on this earth. I feel that. So just to get into some more dialogue with everything that's happened, you know, the last two, three years with COVID um, and the pandemic and then even social injustice and everything, how has that shaped um, shaped you so far? Uh, well, when the pandemic first hit, I was actually right before I was playing basketball up in San Diego. Um I was playing out there for about a half of a year. And then I moved back out here to Ventura when it got pretty bad. And uh, I wasn't even doing music, man. I was I was, uh, I was was doing construction with a, a friend of mine. And we we're staying out here. We had plans to uh, get a place together. And uh, we were doing construction at the time. And I say probably like 
when we went on like officially lockdown where well, we really couldn't do nothing, man. Like we couldn't do anything. I think I started touching music back in that probably like September, uh, November, September, October, November. Uh, around what? That was 2000. Was that 2020 or 19? 20. 20? Yeah. I say I start, I say I did it. I probably did my first song back then, which was really horrible, man. I, it was horrible. And I was just doing it for fun at the, at the time. You know, just trying to pick up new hobbies and stuff. And I had some friends that did it. And it was so bad that I wanted to keep trying it. But I didn't really have access to um, to making music. I didn't have equipment and stuff. So I wasn't really uh, messing around with that much. So I just was working and things like that, just normal stuff. And I ran into some friends that had a studio. And from, I say from October 2020 to... So today I was working on music, but still not at a consistent rate. And then I, I'll say when April hit of 2021, that's when I started taking it serious. And I just kept going after that. So it's almost going to be a year, April 30th, it'll be a year. Okay. Um, so question for you. Um, like a lot of people, like I've heard your music. I mean, of course I'm going to play it now. And I think that you're pretty good. But um, a lot of people that get into the music industry or whatnot want to do music have been doing it for uh, a long period of time or like they knew that this is what they want to do. Um, yes. What If music wasn't what you wanted to do, what, what was? It, for me, it was, it was, I was, I'm so uh, into basketball, man. It was like, it was controlling my life at one point. And when a pandemic hit, uh, this made me realize that there's other things to do in life. And I was just trying to search for something that can replace the feeling that I have for basketball. Um, and uh, music was it. Music is the thing that uh, replaces my feelings that I have for basketball. So uh, I took that and I ran with it. Um, so if it wasn't if it wasn't music, it'd be basketball. I'll probably pursue it. Probably give it another chance to pursue it. If not, uh, probably look into coaching. But for now, uh, I would say that music is slowly taking over that passion that I have for basketball. But not entirely, though. I love that. I love that. So what would you say right now life is teaching you? How to be How to be patient. I got probably like three things. How to be patient, uh, trust in myself. And to slow down, and to slow down. What I mean, slow down is like um, I don't really listen to my gut often, which I should. So that's something I'm working on as well. Is listening more to my to my gut than anything else. And why don't you listen to your gut? Um, and when it comes to myself, I'm just hard headed. You know what I mean? When it, when it comes to myself, I'm just hard headed, and ah. I, I see that a lot and I feel a lot when when a first thought comes up, I'm like, nah, that's not how I should go. And then come to find out, you know, I went with that first that first thought. So uh I'm just working more at it. This is the most I've ever worked at it. And I hope that I can continue to stay consistent with that. Okay. So you're saying with your gut and co along with the the same thing, what is something that you find that you 
often do over and over? Like, what's the same mistake that you make or the lesson that you keep learning that you, I guess, haven't learned? Um, that's a good question. Uh, a lesson that I keep, something I keep making as a mistake. I would say, I would say probably being impatient. I would say that I would, uh, with myself though, not with, you know, things outside of me, just with myself mainly. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah. Uh, so we could take music, for example, um, Soon as soon as I'll get a beat and I and I really love it and I and I could finish a verse in that day, I would want to go and do it right then and there. But that's because I want to and I want to get it over with. But it may not be the time for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could have rushed and I could have rushed it and then it don't come out how how I thought it would and then that's gonna make me frustrated. So that happened. That happens a lot uh, while we rush things. Um, in my life and not necessarily letting the universe take toll and letting the universe do its thing. You know what I'm saying? And take control instead of me always wanting to, uh, just pretty much, uh, do things on my time when I can feel it a little bit too. And when it's like, I'm rushing it, but I'll, but I won't, I won't necessarily listen to myself. I just go against the grain a little bit. And what do you feel that you take for granted right now? The things that I have. The things that I have. Uh, uh, it's crazy that you asked me that because last night, uh, not to not to put too much personal business out there, but I'm I'm driving home from a game and I see a lady at, in the drive-through, and my first thought was that she wants something to eat, right? And then I'm driving back home. And I'm thinking like, damn, man, uh, I low-key been complaining to myself about things I want to happen. And I have a roof over my head. I have a car. And she has none of that. So instantly, like, that made me think about that. Like, just being appreciative of the things I already have. You know what I mean? No, I love that. There's this song that by 3LW. It's unreleased um, called... I don't know what it's called. <laughs> What's that song called? Um, it's not all about me. That's what the song's called. And in, yeah. the, in the story, she talks about, or they talk about um, how she was rushing to get to work or something like that. And she like parked her car somewhere um, to run into this thing. And then she ended up getting a ticket. So she's all mad. And then she's like rushing and there's somebody on the freeway and there was a big accident. And she's like, oh, damn, like, can't, why can't this just go? Like, you know, and then she go, you know, she finally gets to her destination and she finds out that the person that was, that got into the accident on the freeway was someone that she knows and they oh. died in the accident. And she was like, wow, like, I'm being, like, impatient or whatever you want to call it, um, inconsiderate and only thinking about myself when other things, are, you know, are going on in this world and I'm like, complaining about the traffic that somebody just passed away like i'm and i'm complaining about traffic someone just lost a loved one yeah um and there is other there's like another line like in the chorus where they're talking about like i used to complain about not having the, the fresh new kicks or whatever but i met a man that had no feet or you know just little things like that like we complain about something but like somebody always has it worse exactly and that's exactly my point man like we should we should definitely at all times, like, reflect at the end of the day, like, all right, 
you can you can get paid tomorrow and be broke the next day, but as long as everything is paid, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all that matters at the end of the day. So that's one thing I've been I've been noticing. Um and just to correct myself when I when I do get like that. Would you say that you're hard on yourself? Yeah, man. Uh very much so. Yeah. I am, and sometimes it's sometimes it's not justifiable. Like, wh- like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, just I need to just trust. Like I said, I need to just trust myself, and that's mostly one of the things. Like, I'll I'll be hard on myself for little things. Sometimes it's worth it, and sometimes it'll it'll give me a headache. Yeah, I um, you can kind of sense when some people are like hard on themselves. I'm. I don't allow other people to be hard on me and that's because I'm not, I'm not that hard on myself. Like if I mess up on something, like, uh, like I noticed like it's the littlest simple things. Like I've noticed people like they'll mess up like, damn, why am I dumb? Or why was a stupid thing to do such and such, you know, and they, they're saying this to themselves or whatever, but I don't speak that on myself. Like I don't say anything negative about myself. I don't, cause it's important cause you start to believe that or you start to, you know, and then if you're saying that stuff in front of other people, why would anybody else say anything positive about you if you're already going to put yourself down? Yeah, exactly. That's the crazy thing, too. Like, it's it's easy to to talk bad about yourself. But when it comes to uh, saying positive affirmations about yourself and stuff, like, you can see some people stumble and stuff and they have a hard time believing that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just like you, I don't, I don't, I don't really come at myself like that you know I don't I don't do that I just when I do get hard on myself I'll just be like man like you know like just all right let's work a way to get through it now like I try to focus on uh, a positive outlook rather than like just stand uh focus on that because it could deteriorate just you could deteriorate yourself doing that yeah so I did this I know you said you listened to the one that I had with Dagon um yeah last week um and I did something on the podcast with him that I actually haven't done before. Uh-huh. Um, and but I felt like it was needed in that moment. But I wanted him to say like things that he was proud of himself about. And in that moment, when I asked him that question, I realized that like we people that's like a question nobody asks really asks us. Like, what are you proud of yourself about? Like, what 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 are the things that you feel like you know accomplished? Like, take a step back, look at yourself, and say, like, Dan, I'm I'm happy I accomplished that. So, with saying that, I'm going to ask you the same question, and I want you to give yourself some kudos. Uh, you want the one thing? No, it could be several things that hurt. You know, it don't got to be just. One. Man, you know what? I, I I honestly don't. I honestly don't use my time. To think about stuff like that, but one thing I can be proud of is not being afraid to, I'm proud of myself for not being afraid to let people hear what I've been making. You know what I mean? I, I um, There's things, so if I ever put something out or preview something, it's because I'm proud of it. Yeah. So, and this is a new avenue for me, music and not a, not a lot of people expect me to do music. I, I didn't even expect myself to do music. So uh, being in almost a year, I think that I'm pretty proud of myself from what from what I'm creating. So I just put it out there and uh, I don't really expect too many reactions or too many people to like it. But since I love it, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to put it out there and maybe it could connect 
you know, one to 10 people's ear. Like, you know what I mean? Cause we have a, a certain amount of followers. So yeah. uh, if somebody can, if somebody can uh, relate to it, job well done. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel about um, like the, uh, my podcast, for instance, like it's, it's, I'm, I'm doing it for about a year now too. It was like a year in February and like you, you want things, like you said, be impatient. You want things to happen overnight. Sometimes you want to be this big success and then you got to remember like, you know, that doesn't always happen. And I always like thinking of like the Tamar Braxton's or even money long um, yeah. when I think about this or that, like they weren't successful overnight. Like they, you know, they've worked hard. Like Tamar had three failed record deals before she actually made it at the age of 36. So, and, you know, and, and, makes me think like okay well i have to remember that i'm not on anybody else's timeline but my own um yeah. and i feel like with how social media is and society and stuff they make you think that if you don't have these things or if you're not at this level at this age then you're a failure which is not actually true you can define your own success yeah and another thing is as far as being proud goes is i never i never gave up on myself whether and just not rather, but just a life period. You know what I mean? Like I just keep it pushing, keep it going. Uh, no matter how hard times get, I just don't really fold that much, you know? So that's one thing to be proud of for anybody. Honestly, uh, if you're still here to this day and and you made it over a certain age, so and you healthy, you know, you have friends, I think that's something to be proud of as well. No, most definitely. I remember um, I always relate everything to a song. If you haven't noticed, I'm a music person. But but um, there's this song by um, Michelle, and it's called, um, or, or whatever, I forget what it's called. Um, but besides, that's besides the point. Um, she, she was telling a story regarding like how she tried to commit suicide. She took a whole bunch of sleeping pills, a whole bottle, and she was like done. Yeah. And then she woke up the next morning. <laughs> so like she like, and then it really made her think that like, Dan, I tried everything to, you know, leave this earth and it's really not my time. You know, like it's not, it wasn't meant for me. Like I'm supposed to do more or whatever. So just look along with what you were saying that like, if you are still here on this earth, then, you know, like it, it's a blessing to wake up and that we take that so, as simple as that for granted. Exactly. And that's that. Hey, when you look at that and, and it's just like, now you feel like a lot of load is on your shoulders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, I'm going to play one of your songs. Um, and it kind of goes along with the thing that we're uh, talking about. But uh, don't want you to sink. Um, oh, yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit about it before I play it? Yeah. Uh, I actually was, man, I, the day that song was made, I was at work. Uh, I was working from like 3 to 11. And the producer I work with, his name is... Uh, retro and he texted me like uh come to the studio tonight and i'm like all right i don't get off till 11 o'clock he's like doesn't matter come ready to work right so i get there and he's making a beat and uh and i'm focused on something else completely right and he makes a beat i write to it and then and we came up with don't want you to sink so don't want you to sink is about a friend that was we were kind of worried about because he was drinking a lot and uh, he 
it, it, it wasn't becoming a problem, but we were just worried, you know what I mean? So, uh, and at the time I was uh, talking to him throughout the day and stuff like that. So those, that just came about, it wasn't planned. It just, that's just how it happened that day. And um, don't want you to think it's pretty much for people that, that, uh, that have friends or if you feel like yourself, if you feel like you, you drown us, so to say, uh, you have, there's people you have, you just have to be open to, to opening up to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let's get into this record. Kick your pride to the door. Kick your pride to the door. I don't want to kick your pride to the door. Kick your pride to the door. I don't want to hear. We lost too many loved ones. We ain't shed no tears. We've been in debt since birth. All we make it disappear. Got the car off the lot. Paid it less than one year. Practice how I need to perform. Working on switching gears. I'm handling my paperwork like I started with deer. We play by our own rules. Don't know karma live here. You can't get shit done. Your body filled up with fear. This belief at its highest level. Use me as a vessel. I know I'm one of the ones inside. I feel special in my bones and my spirit. Can't tell me I'm not mirror. Holla back if you hear me. Holla back if you hear me. I don't make sure you can jump to I make sure for you to think I need you to focus I miss you soon as you blink I keep you above level I don't want you to sink I know the alcohol calling I don't want you to drink I keep you above level I don't want you to sink I know the alcohol calling I don't want you to drink Yeah, I don't want you to drink I know the alcohol calling I don't want you to drink Yeah, I don't want you to drink I know the alcohol calling I don't want you to drink Hey, just come and fuck with me I know the alcohol calling I appreciate that. Man. It means a lot. It means a lot. Um, did you before like doing music? Were Were you ever into like writing poetry or anything like that? Yeah, when I was in high school, I say I wrote a lot of poetry my sophomore year of high school, and then after that, I don't really touch on it that much. Uh, I would, yeah, I used to write it though, like every week I did. But you know, like back then, you just. You you are you you write what comes to mind, but it wasn't like I, it wasn't like deep or anything like big words and stuff like that. You know, I I take it as it was like elementary type poems and stuff like that. As far as wording goes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, um, would you say that you're uh, an expressive person? No, nah, not normally. Uh, it, it takes me a lot to get to that point. So, but it's different when it comes to music, though. Like. I asked that question for a reason. Uh, <laughs> I um, it, it I, I'm gonna play another song later of okay. yours, and that's why I asked that question because you referenced something about that in in, in the in the song. So I don't want to get too much into it because I'm gonna ask a lot more questions to go with that song. <laughs> but I, it just came to mind right now. I didn't want to. I don't want to forget it later. Um, Sounds good. Um. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I feel like I I'm definitely an expressive person. I uh, you you really never have to guess with me if I, if I don't, for lack of a better term, fuck with you. You're gonna know I don't really fuck with you. Uh, that's a, man, that's a good quality to have that I wish I had. That was that that came out easily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't I don't knock it at all. I, I don't. Are you expressive with anybody, or is it just something that you like? Why do you feel that you're not so expressive? 
Nah, I'm really not with anybody, man. And it, and it creates a lot of downfalls for me. Uh, but uh, while I'm like this, I have no idea. Uh, probably, you know, a lot of things go back to how you grew up and stuff. And mm. I just don't remember, like, my family talking about problems or my sister or my mom, like, really, you know what I mean? So it wasn't, I, I didn't get accustomed to it because it, it really wasn't around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I don't know why I'm like, I, I don't know why I'm like the way that I am. <laughs> because like yeah. I've, what you're saying, like, yeah, my mom never really expressed much or whatever, never did. No, you know, it wasn't until I got older where she was more expressive of things. But I had at that point, I was already the way that I am. And I, um, I don't know where I got it from. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, wish I, I wish I could somebody got something to do with it. Yeah, somebody it has to be, but like I don't know whom. Like my family's not like that. Like we don't really, you know, unless we, like they're not expressive unless it's about they about to fight, you know, because <laughs> you clearly yeah, know what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I know you're not that expressive. However, on my podcast, I like people to open up. Um, yeah. So I ask certain questions, so I may push the needle with you a little bit. But yeah, I know what I signed up for. Yeah, but if you're not comfortable <laughs> with anything, I don't care. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but my question for you is, what what makes you insecure? Um, you know what? To be honest, I don't even. It might sound weird, but I don't even think like that. Like I don't think about like that. I'm. <laughs> obviously in, in some area everybody's insecure but I don't let it bother me though. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I would say mm, I know one thing straight off is opening up if I can probably if I can't make make somebody happy maybe or like you, help somebody help somebody in a way that they need help I don't mean to cut you off but like okay. I do want to say is that Never put the pressure on trying to make somebody else happy on yourself yeah. because you cannot make anybody happy. It's I know that we're taught differently, but you really can't. Like if someone wants to be happy with something, like you can do things and give and bring somebody some joy, but making yeah. somebody happy you're, you're, that's not something that you can you can do. And you're gonna fail if you if someone's literally like let's say going through depression or going through something serious and you're trying to make them happy and it's not working. It's just gonna put you down. So don't ever try to make anybody happy. Yeah, but, but I mean, if, if you know, if, if we're not gonna count that, and then when it comes to self, uh, I, I would say like uh, a belief. I would say belief. My belief is isn't always at an all time high. Believe you know what I mean? Uh, it's just in my ability to do anything that uh, that even goes back to basketball. Like I know what I'm capable of, but sometimes I might I'll I'll, I'll let one thing like kind of like throw me off you know what I mean yeah. like today in the studio I had a hard time with a song like trying something trying something new and I got discouraged so uh I would say that's like an insecurity I have like if I'm not good at something right away I I kind of like beat myself up about it you know what I mean I feel that I have to always remind myself I remember the job that I currently have I am um, when I first started there I was like the training period i'm like this is whack like i can't do this and then i had to like yeah. take a moment out 
close my eyes and think that like, okay, well, I've been through worse things or I've been through something similar or I've been through, you know, and I got past that. So this is going to be no different. Um, yeah. And then once I got in that mindset, then I was chill. Like, I, I swear everything, like, everything starts in your mind, <laughs> which is so yeah. crazy. Like everything, no matter what it is, like if you think it, that yeah, that that's almost the whole battle, <laughs> um, because you can talk yourself out of a blessing or talk yourself out of something, you know, that because you like you were just saying, you get you get discouraged because you didn't nail it the first time or it was too hard in that moment. Um, but it's the mind like you really got to believe in yourself. Yeah, exactly. Man. Mind conquers all. No, seriously, everything starts and begins in your mind. So okay, exactly. Pray over your mind, if nothing else. Um, And how do you respond to emotional pain? Uh, let's see. If it if if I can't deal with it right away, I normally just do something else to distract myself. Whether it's going to work out, uh, watching movies, going to do music. But now that I'm older and I've been doing music, it kind of some some way ends up in a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say it's journaling at the end of the day. That's good. But I'm presenting I'm presenting it over a beat. So um, uh, now I could deal with it a little better than I usually do. But it depends on who causes it, where it comes from. Mm-hmm. But I'm into talking about things, you know. If I'm wrong, I, I'm wrong. I, I I know when I'm wrong, and I'm in when I'm wrong. Now, if I have a hard time believing that I was wrong, I'm gonna put up an argument. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that answers your question, yeah, it does. yeah, that's the best way I could put it. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I I totally get where you're coming from. Um, I um. I don't, people like to say that I, I like to think that I'm never wrong, which is not the case whatsoever. Uh-huh. I just don't ever, the only time I put up a fight on anything is when I know I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it gives you the illusion that I always think that I'm right. But if I may think that I'm wrong, I'm not going to even say anything. So yeah. that, I don't always think that I'm right. You always think that I'm right. That's why you're saying that. Um uh, and then on the occasion when I am wrong, I'm the first to apologize or, you know, and then I think that that, that is a, a blessing and a curse. Cause I, you know, and no matter what the situation is, I usually am the first to apologize even when I'm not wrong. Yeah. Um, just so things can just, uh, die down. Like life's, I don't believe that life is too short. However, I believe that we waste too much time on yeah. stuff. Um, so I try to just like, why are we even fighting? Why are we even arguing? And nine times out of 10, like people may be upset, but you're not upset with me. You're upset with the situation. You have an issue with me. You have an issue by yourself. Cause I don't have an issue with you. Um, and it'd be like that. Exactly. I just, a couple years, well, I'll say like a year and a half ago, I just recently understood that like people project a lot on other people. So. I think you got, that, go ahead. Uh, I, I had a podcast. Um, I don't know who I had the podcast with. Oh, it was this um, 
singer Shay Atkins, and she said on the podcast, which I'm never gonna forget, is she says that like a lot of times we just take things so personal that aren't personal. Like sometimes people get mad at you and it ain't even about you. They mad at something else, but they take it out on you, or you know, or they just yeah, take the situation. Yeah, and take it out I'm guilty of that too, man. I'm I'm pretty sure we all are at some point. Yeah, you know, taking things personal that you shouldn't take personal. So yeah, I understand. I understand where she's coming from, 100. Yeah. percent like, I feel like that's helped my, um, actually just getting over certain situations. Like I, uh, lost my, my best friend. Um, he's not dead. He's just dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's yeah. not dead to me, but he's, he, um, he's well alive. He just died on me. Um, and, uh, I felt like I had that podcast literally the week before we stopped being friends. And I felt like, it helped me in the sense of like you're upset. I don't even know why you're upset. You're not even upset with me. You're just trying to blame me for something. But it's whatever. Like you have your own demons that you're dealing with. So I'm not even gonna take this personal. We just ain't gonna be cool. Um, and yeah. I'm fine with that. And I felt like if I didn't ha- hear her say stuff like that, I would have taken it way more personal than what it really was. It wasn't even about me. You're mad at something else, and you're just taking it out on me. Be mad at me. I'll be the blame. I don't care. At the end of the day, like you're the one that's really suffering, not me, because I'm, I'm fucking amazing. Um, and we we gotta have that same level of confidence no matter what. But yeah, do you want to get into your the next song by you? And this is the one where I'm gonna ask you a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. This do one it. is Ocean Henny, and I'm gonna play it first, and we can talk about it after. You already know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Take it. His love locked down, he threw the keys in the basement, fucked you late at night. Roddy Rich Entertainment, watch the way you get yourself. Being trustworthy, dangerous when I kiss you on your neck. I fell in love with your fragrance when I see you in person. My eyes are stuck there gazing, wondering if it's just me. I'm as proud as I could be. Almost gave up on myself until I saw you on knees. Please, you hear me out. I was drunk off the Henny when I called you out. It's how it is when you going through a drought. Could have made a scene, got in my car and peeled out. Wanted you to take over the drive while I build you a wheelhouse. Paint pictures to get paid for my stories like Paramount. If you gon' go or you gon' stay, I need you to figure it out. You won't deal with a nigga cause he ain't got his own house. I did a whole semester spending my nights on the couch. Here's my love, I wanna show you what you ever was singing about. Your way was really selfish, one way in, one way out. I fucked up one time, she said, this really what you about? Mistakes get made, how you expect me to learn? I can't do it on my own, I need your help in return. You all enough for attention, that's your self-concern. Maybe I'm better by myself. Maybe I'm better by myself. Never ask, I would it help. You never asked you was for self. Maybe you better off by yourself. Maybe you better off by yourself. You never asked, I needed help. It's in me. You self-sufficient, but you needed some help You can't communicate, I never knew what you felt Think I'm hard to talk to, you holding over my head We keep going back and forth, love leaving me on red Say I'm too closed off and that won't get us ahead Miss the days when I roll over and I could feel you in my bed This could be my fault, I rushed in instead of lead But you felt my confidence whenever I had your legs free Yeah, it's on me Finally realized how fascinating you could be So tell us about the song Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, I could, I, yeah, I'll tell you about it. Uh, 
<laughs> I was gonna ask homeboy so, questions anyway. No, nah, which which crazy? What the crazy thing is, man. Uh, when I wrote this song, it wasn't to that beat. I was on uh, I couldn't sleep one night. I was on Instagram and this one producer he posted another producer's uh, uh, like you know when they repost like when they post a post and he was like, uh, I was bored. I did a he said I did a a, a Drake sample or something. So I clicked it, you know, and he sampled Yeba's uh, Heartbreak on Drake's uh, recent album and he put a beat over it and it was like, I was like immediately like my mind just started like flowing and he posted the beat for like 50 seconds on a post. So I wrote him because I want to see if I could write to it first. So I wrote him. I was writing, I wrote him and then I asked him if I could buy the beat and I'm waiting, like just waiting because I needed it to finish, you know what I mean? So he never wrote me back to this day. Never wrote me back to this day. Uh, and I put the song on hold and I was, I think I was on YouTube one day, man. And I found a beat because I was, I, this was a time where I was, uh, I wasn't getting any beats from the dude I used to get them from. I found a beat and it was very similar and, I was able to finish the song and stuff, but um, this this isn't about anything recent, uh, that song, even when it came out. It's actually like a lot of things put into one. It sounds like I'm just talking to one person. Uh, majority of the time I am, but some of the times like I'm not. I'm, this goes back from when I was in college uh, to after college and to one of the last relationships I had and uh, mainly just uh, the song is called Ocean Henny because uh, I met, I met this girl uh, and the first time we ever hung out, we was at the beach and we was, we was, we was chilling at the beach and we was drinking Hennessy. And when I was done with the song, I'm like, Ocean Henny might be a good title. You know what I mean? I'm like, it might, and I ran it by the dude. He was like, yeah, bro, that, that's a good title. Because I like to name things that people don't have already because it will be harder to find a song. Yeah. So I like to name songs that are easier to find. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that song is is about from when I was in college, from the from the from the women I've dealt with to until like that day I was writing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, may I ask how old you are? I'm 28. Oh, okay. You're old. Uh, <laughs> same here. Same here. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not 28. I'm older than that, but, yeah. but, um, so you've been through some things. You've been through some struggles and stuff in relationships, whether it be with friendships or in, in a committed relationship. Um, and, yeah. and I, I like to say that all relationships are the same. Um, just the difference is the level of intimacy. Like, just like you would work on a someone a relationship with someone you're dating, you should work on the same with friendships because they're they're pretty much the same. Like sometimes you love your boys or you know your girlfriends, you know more than you actually like your significant other. Or, you know, yeah. sad to say, but it's true. Um, friendships know. are important. Like if, even in like like it's a known fact. It's scientifically proven that. You can not live without friends, but you're able to live without a significant other. Yeah, and you know, you always got that one person that 
sets that bar high yeah. and it, it makes it harder for the next person. And, she, you know, I'm not afraid to say that she set that bar high. Uh, real, 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 like one of a good, a great person, you know what I mean? So, uh, just bad timing, you know, that's all it was. And, uh, just got to move on from that. But, you know, people got that person that sets that bar high and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I feel that. Yeah. Uh, so my question for you is with, um, like in the song, you say that you, you know, like I said, hard to open up and stuff like that. Do you find that that is a contributing factor of why certain relationships haven't worked out for you? Yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, especially when I was in college, uh, it did. It's, you know, it still does now. I can't even lie. Like, you know, it still does. And I feel like when I'm ready, I'm ready. You know, uh, when I'm ready to open up because when I tried it, I feel like it slapped me in the face, kind of. But just because it didn't go my way, it doesn't necessarily mean it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you might but have I'm, been opening up to the wrong person sometimes we do that. Yeah, and I did. I did, but, I mean, a lot, and I, you got to forget, too, like, some people are not ready for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I remember there's something that happened to me um, years years or years ago. And I um, was expressing it to, you know, just being open with people. And um, some people, like, were like, oh, shit, like, they couldn't handle what I was telling them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, I'm realizing now that I'm opening up to the wrong people. Because, like, if you can't, like, I don't need you to do anything for me. I just need you to listen. Um, and you yeah, can't even I, do that. Yeah, I had, one, I had one woman tell me, like, I'm not your therapist. And I'm like, that shit threw me off. Yeah, I had someone tell me that. Before. When she said that, I'm like, yep, it's over for anybody else. Or even moving forward, like, I'm, yeah. Well, I hope like, that's not the case. <laughs> I hope you do still try to open up to people. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it was a, it was, that was an emotion, like, that was an emotional moment. In a, it, in a, like, you know, I was, it definitely gets like that because it's like, and then like when you find people that are actually willing to hear you out or listen to you and be there for you, you're already so damaged from what happened back then that you don't even yeah. want to accept or embrace what you have in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, Um, let me just ask you another question so I don't get to. Uh, yeah get too much into your business but um what would you say that your your greatest strength is as far as just in general your greatest strength it could be you know what do you feel like you know you're the I, I feel like giving in all in all aspects like just giving like uh whether it's uh helping somebody or um giving somebody something whether it be a ride, whether it be advice, uh, money, uh, just things like that. Because the, I mean, the field I work in is just like I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving my time to these kids that are going through a mental crisis right now, and it makes me feel, it makes me feel the best because I'm doing something beside myself. So I feel like giving is one of the things that are my greatest strengths. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I feel like I'm a really, people were 
I remember when I used to work at Vans back in the day, um, somebody um, was saying that um, that I was I was one of the meanest people. <laughs> they were like, but at the same time, you're the most generous person I've ever met. And I'm like, and it made me think, oh, well, generosity doesn't actually have to do with niceness. Like, yeah. you can be an asshole but still be very generous. Um, granted, I'm not a mean person. I'm a very giving person. I just joke a lot. Um, so I can be an asshole. Or, or if someone comes at me, then, you know, I'm going to come back at them. You know, like, I don't, you know. But I know myself now. And back then, I felt like I was a lot more reckless with things that I say. Um, mm-hmm. I I uh, would say whatever I thought um, and whatever I meant. And a lot of times, some things are just better left unsaid. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I had to learn that the hard way from hurting people's feelings or whatever. And some things I I I don't necessarily regret it because I had, I learned a lesson. Um, and some people I think that like, well, you shouldn't have dished it out if you couldn't take it. Um, but going back to the song and everything and that you've been through, what what have you learned from your past experiences in relationships that you? are going to do different going forward or that you are doing differently? I'm going to take my time. Uh, I think that's a a big takeaway. I need to take my time. I need to uh, be willing to give myself. You froze. You froze. Rewind what you said. You had froze, so I didn't hear what you said. You give yourself time to... Say it again? Uh, you froze. All I heard was give myself time to, and then you cut out. Oh, yeah, I need to... Uh, so give myself time to give myself a chance. Give myself a chance to open up and uh, not necessarily push people away because I have done that uh, not even knowing. You know what I mean? Because I'm not giving them uh, exactly what... They're giving. They're giving me. So whether that be opening up uh, and time to just like talk and give my opinions on stuff and things like that, because ultimately I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Like I really don't. You know what I mean? That's not. It's not something I like to do. So uh, I think being a, being mindful, just taking my time and uh, speaking my mind is a big one. Like no matter what and try to do it in the most respectful way. So I would say those things right there. Okay, that's that's good. Um, I uh, So if somebody was talking to you, you're in the talking stage or whatever the fuck that even means nowadays, uh, <laughs> but the talking stage and stuff, like me, so I'm a certified life coach and relationship coach. So mm-hmm. if somebody was talking to you or if I have a friend that was talking to you or not you, but just in general, somebody... And they're not opening up and they're not, you know, um, well, for instance, I have a friend right now. I'm not going to say her name, so I'm going to put her business out (laughs) on Front Street. But she's talking to this dude that she likes or whatever. And she was, she hit me up because one, my specialty, and two, he's in Aries like I am. And she was like telling me this stuff or whatever. And she's, and I'm just like, well, you're crying over nothing. (laughs) Like this is why he responded to you that way because that's not even a big deal like you got upset because you know his ex liked his pictures like yeah that's yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. yeah like 
that shit off the wall. And she's all like, yeah. And I was like, they're crying in front of him about it. And I'm all like, yeah, he probably thought you were a little crazy. Like that, you're a little, you know, you don't have it wrapped, wrapped too tight. Um, But she's like, yeah, but he just doesn't show me any affection or should it, he doesn't show me that he actually cares. Like I can text him a whole thing or whatever. And he just doesn't really text back at all. And yeah. I was like, well, there's either two things. One, or a few things. One, he's not a big texter. Too, he might not be that into you. <laughs> um, or, like, you know, like, he's just, you know, not ready to open up or whatever. Um, but with that, uh, I would tell, I always tell people, I was like, if they're, you guys haven't, if you haven't shown any progress within three months, then there's no point in even continuing to talk to somebody. Um, so, with that being said, um, do you find that it takes you longer to, than three months to open up to somebody or do you? Uh, it depends on, yeah, but ultimately it depends on that person's approach, energy, and effort. That makes sense. And so half the time it's not even up to me. You know what I mean? Just like it's not up to them. It's how you, it's how you. It definitely is up to you, <laughs> but I get where you're well, saying. Like, as far as as far as opening up, like I can stop myself from opening up, but if this person makes me feel that if makes me feel comfortable, then yeah, like that's just what it's gonna be. That's why I said it all depends on this person' uh, effort and uh, and how they how they treat you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you how they, how they validate you? So what do you what do you do in 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 that scenario? Like what what like so for. Because like, for me, when I'm talking to somebody and I don't feel like they're really opening it up or whatever, like, I'm not going to try harder. <laughs> like, and she's, she's scrapped. Like, because I'm giving you all, all, all of this. Like, I'm a very open person. I like to say that I'm an open book. You just have to choose to pick it up and read it. Um, so for you, in that aspect, do you find that it's hard for you to actually get close to somebody if you're not opening up? Yeah, most definitely. That that's a yeah, that puts a that puts a roadblock, man, because you shouldn't even let it go on that long, personally, like if you feel like that. But that's definitely gonna it won't really create much, you know what I mean? You won't get that much effort. You you won't you won't get much out of me because of the way how I feel. You know what I'm saying? If I don't feel strongly about something, I can't give it my all. Yeah. At least you know that about yourself. Are you doing things to 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 help, like to work out? I, I it's not a muscle, but in a sense, it's kind of like a muscle. Like you work it out. Are you doing anything to work work out in that area? In which area exactly? To just open up more to people, um, to give. Like you're a very giving person, as you said, you like to give everything. But then you said that you really don't give yourself in a sense. So. I feel like it, you find it easier to give a lot of other things, whether it be a ride, money, or time. But when it comes to your inner being, um, you're not giving. Yeah. You're not giving that. So that's why it's probably so easy because you give everything else. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know as as I progress in life and as I move forward on a day to day basis, that that is something that I do need to do because. I look at it like this. If I was to go tomorrow, you know, if my time was called tomorrow, like, I would need someone to share those things about me. You know what I mean? 
things that I'm keeping away from people, I need, I'm going to need someone to share those things. So I think that is a quality that we all need to have. And that only does us harm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Only does us harm. Doesn't do no good. So um, as, if I keep looking at it as a positive, I think the the more time goes, the faster I will, I'll eventually like, shit, you know, put a buffet on the table, just go all out. You know what I mean? That's fun. And I was thinking right now, you're saying that you're an impatient person, but you're not impatient with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, not at all. Um, so another question I have for you is if heaven was a moment to relive over and over again on earth, what would your heaven be? I really have this picture that 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 is stuck in my head. Like, have you ever watched Have you ever watched the Tiny Desk? Any Tiny Any Tiny Desk? Yeah. Really? Okay. So, I picture myself showing people my art. You know, like crowd of people, whether it's like 20, 30 people. And that I like, just really focus on things that I'm talking about. It's like the music. Like if I can do that over and over again, I I will go home happy every day. Like no matter what, you know what I mean. Like I just was able to speak to thirty people over a beat, and they were so engaged, and they had a good time. And it's just like that is that that would be a huge heaven on earth experience for me. That tiny best in itself and just being able to have not even thousands of people, not even hundreds. Just give me 30 people. You know what I mean? I just, I'll take 30 people and, and just, and just let it go and just, just go. And that's like a heaven on earth experience for me. You know what I mean? So simple, but it's more effective for me uh, at the end of the day. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, what do you think the hardest thing about the choices you've made has been so far? Can you, you cut out? Can you say it again? So, what do you think the hardest thing has been about the choices you've made so far in life? That is trusting that everything will work out. Why is that think, hard for you? Um, because, like, I, like it goes back to where I said. I don't listen to my gut, you know what I mean? So, and then when I, when I actually do, uh, I just, I just hope and trust that things will work out for the better. If I have to leave certain situations, even though I didn't want to, but deep down inside, I know I have to, that I hope it, you know, eventually comes and spins back around in good favor. I feel that. Would you say uh, faith is, is big for you? I, I know on my last podcast, I was, Dating that, like for me, faith. If my faith has yeah. gotten me through things that I, nothing else could have. Yeah, I like I like faith. I like I like that a lot. I like faith as just in general, man, because you need it. You know what I'm saying? And anything you're doing, whether you're doing, you like faith can move mountains. You know what I mean? So. I would say, yeah, that plays a big part. That does. Well, I want to get into this last song that I'm going to play, and this is one of your new singles called Tell Me Why. Um, oh, yeah, that's unreleased, too. 
That's how I'm, so I, I'm looking to release that next week. All right. Actually. Yeah. So let's get into this. Tell me why you want to play safe The cars I was dealt, you want to throw them in my face Want me to hunt for it, Easter egg Sunday Avoid my intuition, it told me go this away Got a question, I don't want you to take it the wrong way Tell me why if it's a problem, we keep the area great Your truck load problems feel like an Escalade With the tinted windows, they drive in LA It's either get eight, running shit at my pace Put my feelings on hold, it's a slap in the face Told me to hold on, I hit the side of your neck Why your pride you protect, I treat it all respect Tell me why, this is me at my best Healing is my focus, don't wanna talk about stress Run my fingers still, yeah, why I lightly caress Made me work from the start, wasn't easy access Found my way through the cracks, you know I like to finesse Sipping murder till she roll, we know that wasn't the case Yeah, you know that wasn't the case Sipping murder till she roll, you know that wasn't the case I'm serving, baby It's easy to tell that you're doing all of this on purpose, baby Lately, a lot of women only wanna get a little taste You swore if I fucked you, it wouldn't be one way I've been trying to see where you stand from the back, though You barely giving half, I'ma need that other half, though You like to see the way that I work, but don't reciprocate Guess light of my intuition is not okay That's an exclusive, I should have like a little thing that's exclusive, exclusive Wait, wait on it Wait on it. It's coming soon. <laughs> but um, tell us about the record and and your thought process behind it. All right. So uh, before I got to beat uh, one of my homeboys, uh, he was going through a little problem with this girl he was talking to, and he felt like she wasn't giving him uh, what he was giving, and uh, he was running to a lot of roadblocks with her and uh, she, she wasn't really like uh, giving half of what he was giving. She wasn't trying to make it a whole thing. So uh, we was joking around and shit. He was like, yeah, you got to make a song about that. And I kid you not, like a day later, the producer sent me that beat and I'm listening to it and I'm like, well, this is perfect. So I had, I texted him and I'm like, I'm like, hey, tell me, like, give me a little bit more information of how, how she make you feel and things like that. So that song isn't about me. That song is about one of my homeboys and something he was going through. And I first recorded it. It was just me on there. And I'm like, man, what can make this song better? Like, and I'm like, you know what? I got the perfect person. And that's Future and Quiet, one of my guys, man. He always, you know, he always does his job on he delivered, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he made the song so much better, better than I, could, than I could. So it's based off of we went in the same direction. So that made that made the song even better. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, me on the outside looking in at somebody's relationship. And I just wrote about it. I feel that. I like that. I like that. So what would you say your biggest hope for the future is for yourself or just humanity? Uh. For myself is I, I want I want to be able to on a daily basis just be proud and uh, and just be able to 
put myself in situations to shine light on other people. And uh, for humanity, man, I I really wish if if we can all just as far as the music community goes, it it only takes a little bit of support. And uh, if we can get everybody on board with that, man, a lot more people will be successful. Uh, I think I think like that. If you don't be too judgmental and stuff because you know this person, don't be afraid to share that music with somebody because one ear can lead to another and another and another and another. So I guess just spreading love in a positive way, man. Being understanding and open-minded and optimistic, that's those are big things that I like to walk life with is being optimistic uh, and just being understanding. That's you know good. what I mean? Yeah, that's good that you said that um, in regards to like promoting is literally just word of mouth. Like um, as I said earlier, I had worked for Vans a while ago. And for 50 years, they never did any self-promotion. They never paid any money to do self-promotion. So for them to be one of the biggest shoe companies in the world, um, and for 50 years, they didn't do any ads. They didn't do nothing. It was literally all off of word of mouth. That tells you a lot. That shit is crazy. But I feel like today with society, is like we don't, a lot of times we don't want to see each other win. Yeah, and it, and it and it blows my mind too. Cause I'm yeah, like, and, it, and sometimes it's not it's not even that we don't necessarily want to see somebody win. However, it's like we don't want that we don't want to see somebody win before us. Yeah, and I just you know like even to this day, man. Like honestly, if 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 I'm following somebody that does music and I know them personally, I'm reposting their if they post something. Even when we get off of this and they post something, I'm reposting it just because. Even if I don't like it, somebody else might like it. Yeah. Creating something for them that I don't, you know, that I have no idea. Like, that's giving them a new listener. Mm-hmm. It just, it could create some type of avenue for them, man, that I have no idea. So I make sure I just spread that. In the, and if I do like it, I make sure I let somebody know. Like, even if I'm DMing them or writing on their comments, like, I'm not afraid to to do that at all. Like, just yeah, just spreading that. I respect that. That's kind of the whole premise of why I wanted to do the podcast in the way that I'm doing it now. Um, as I have stated on several other podcasts, that it was a different platform. I was uh, doing like the whole hot topics thing at first, and then I would uh-huh. sprinkle a little like uh, life coaching knowledge in there from here and there um, towards the end of it. But I realized that um, the stuff I was saying was funny. It was, because uh, I'm a jokester. But at the same time, like, I don't want to put somebody down by making a joke. Um, and I, uh, one of the ones, one of the last ones I did, I had stated, and I don't even think it's online anymore, but I had said something about um, Meg the Stallion. Um, and it wasn't a bad thing about Meg the Stallion. I didn't, um, what I said was, and I'm okay to say it here, that, um, I didn't understand how Tory Lane shot her in the foot of all spots, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what was she doing galloping away? But it was a play on the word stallion. <laughs> yeah. um, but then at the end, of, and afterwards, I posted the podcast and then I thought about it. I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I should not be making fun of someone getting shot. Like, yeah. that's, that's not a funny situation, no matter how it happened or whatever the case or, you know. 
Um, so then I went on the next podcast and apologized for the stuff that I said. Um, wow, it was a funny, tasteless joke, and we say stuff like that amongst our friends or stuff, you know? I, I don't want to be that person to put that stuff into the, the atmosphere. I, I want to spread positivity. Um, so went changing the whole podcast around, like I know that I used to work in the music industry, and I wanted to be able to mix something that I'm passionate about. Like I've always wanted my own TV show. And I always want to help people in the industry. Um, this isn't on TV, but it's on YouTube now. <laughs> and I'm helping new artists. So I'm, it's kind of like the, the best of both worlds, in a sense. Yeah, man. As long, it, you never know, man. YouTube is damn near TV, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's this stuff be addicting. Like TikTok and YouTube, Instagram, you get on it. You watch one video, and one video turns into 30. Yeah. <laughs> and where's the time gone? Like... And it, it really be like that. Um, so my favorite question that I ask everybody um, is if you had the chance to have an intimate dinner with three people, doesn't matter who they are, whether they're living or, or not, who would those three people be and what would the subject be at hand? Do they have to be uh, influential people? It could be anybody. Uh, in like somebody we all know or just like anybody? Anybody, anybody, anybody you want. Can you say it again? I couldn't hear you. Anybody you want. Uh, my uncle is one of them. Uh, I say uh, my uh, I got a homeboy name. I got a homeboy named Ronnie. Uh, that's another one. And my third one. Uh, I want to. I want to bring a woman on that table, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. I bring my. I bring my mom. So, I bring my mom, and there's a reason why. I bring my mom. Um, and the top and the subject I had would be um, I'm not a I'm not a selfish person at all, but obviously this dinner would be about me because I brought these people. <laughs> I feel that though. Right, you know what I mean? So I would want her I would want the reason why I said I want to bring a woman is because and it's my mom, is because there's a lot of things that she doesn't know and and these other two people that I watch the table, they know what I do, but they don't know how passionate I am about doing this, doing as, as far as music goes and stuff like that. So I picture this dinner as an accomplishment into something I've done with music personally, uh, and I'm speaking into the future. Uh, I don't want to bring them there, and I don't want to tell them, like, you know, thank you, because the first two people... Uh, I lean on when it comes to music and things like that. And then, you know, my mom, my mom, so she gave me life. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to uh, do some of these things I would be able to. She's the reason why I'm so independent, too. So uh, that's one of the strongest qualities I have. So I'd like to bring them to that dinner and just talk about things that I've accomplished and things that, that goes on with them that they've accomplished and things that I can help them accomplish moving forward because I'm picturing myself at this dinner and I, 
I'm able to put them in a position to where they can accomplish things they want to. Are, are they all three still living? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they are. So when are you going to schedule this dinner? Uh, when I, when I, when I, when I feel like, when I, no, no, this is, you know, I'm being honest. Uh, when I, when I accomplish something that means something to me, not necessarily just to the world, uh, when I accomplish something big enough for myself where that can be rewarded with a dinner in when I picture taking people out, I want to be able to pay for everything because that's one of my biggest things. Like, shit, get whatever you want, man. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it. Get whatever you want. You know what I'm Shit, if you want the whole menu, do your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I feel, I feel that. I feel that. Um, what I was going to say is don't don't um, downplay any of the accomplishments that you, you've already made. I mean, you've put music out there. There's so many people that are so scared to even get into the studio to record a record, let alone Somebody put it out. telling me that today, too. See, so, see, that's God right there telling you to appreciate and to realize how much you have already accomplished. It may be little to you, but it, it's it's really a lot. Some people don't even have the nerve to do that. So, yeah. Lot, yeah, man, it's a... And I, I kind of like, after I do something, I'll just move on from it. I won't even, I won't reflect on it. So that's a, that's the thing that I have to get better at, like reflecting on things that I've done and uh, music that I've dropped and, and things like that. I just need to reflect on that and be mindful of the things I was capable of putting out there, you know, speaking and things like that. So that's something I have to work on. Yeah, I, I, I know that feeling. I don't, I don't, um. Like, so, for instance, when I started the podcast, I said in, like, January of last year, the person that I wanted on the podcast, one of the top three people I wanted on the podcast, one of them was this artist named Samo. And mm-hmm. the reason being because, I, one, I, I love his music, um, and it, it helped me out a lot in a time that I needed something to help me out, and it brought me through it. And I always hear people say, like, oh, Mariah Carey brought me through this. And I'm like, how music gonna do that for you? You know, like, I love music more than just the next person, but, like, it ain't ever really brought me you know like i'm not thanking mariah care for this or whatever the case is until i experienced it and what what it meant um just certain songs and the time that i was going through there's a song called apology there's let let you go and it was really it really helped me to let certain um friendships and relationships go and literally focus on myself and to this day it still helps <laughs> uh just a reminder but i actually got him on the podcast like less than three months later and when it was done i'm like oh okay what next and i, and I didn't i didn't appreciate it in the moment like i didn't because i was already what's next okay what's you know what's the next thing and i feel like a lot of times just with i feel like a lot of people do that like we accomplish something and we don't take the time to really enjoy it we're on to the next thing um and we take that for granted like that's huge like you know for somebody that's uh you know making music and being on award shows and all this stuff to to sit down and talk to me who i'm i i am a somebody but in the whole grand scheme of things i'm a nobody um and i i didn't you know i didn't I didn't that, appreciate it. When I first started making music, uh, I I wrote this song called "Hard on Yourself," 
And uh, it was majority talking to myself, but the person I was dealing with at the time was hard on themselves. And then I was thinking like, damn, I'm I'm the same way, but I'm but I'm like catering to you so you can kind of lighten up on yourself. But after I wrote that song and I recorded it and I sent it to my homeboy and I I sent him the song and he was like, he was like, bro, this this is good, right? And I'm like, I really wrote this shit. Like, I was so in awe, like, I, like how I pieced it together and stuff. And I'm just like, and that's my, that's to this day, that's my favorite song, like, that I put out, that I've written. And I and I told myself, like, I probably won't write nothing as good as this anymore. But I have, you know what I'm saying? But it's just crazy, like, when you know you write something good and then yeah. you be like, I probably won't write nothing like this ever again. Yeah. Have you ever experienced the, uh, I have, um, so have you ever experienced something like when you're in the moment, you're like, damn, this is fucking amazing. And then you go back and listen to it and you're like, oh, it's not as good as I thought it was. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I I feel like, I feel like tell me why it's like that. Like when I, when I wrote it and I was writing, I'm like, it was coming out. So like fluent and I'm like, okay. Dude. And then when I heard, it, I'm like, I ain't too crazy as I thought I would be about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. And then the song we did with, with Deegan too, it was, uh, I posted that, it's still on my Instagram. Uh, the song is called, it's unreleased too, it's going to be released soon. It's called You Are You. And uh, I wrote it and I'm I'm writing and it took me like, you know, Travel Tribulations, like it took me three verses to get the verse that I got. Like, and after I recorded it, I wasn't crazy about it, but then, I kept, I, you know, I keep listening. I'll keep listening to my stuff daily. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is one of the times where I got to realize, like, I can rap. You know what I mean? Like, I I can rap a little bit. Like, I can rap a little bit. Like, I'm not, I, like, I was really, I was really talking, like, you know what I'm saying? So that's one of those songs. And because uh, a producer, he'd be like, this is hard. And I'd be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you think everything is good, like, you know, <laughs> and I, and, and majority of the time, he, he, you know, he, he write, but that time I kind of brushed it off and then I'm like, wait, hold on, like, this is good. And then I posted it a few days later and shit, a lot of people was commenting on it and I'm like, damn, like, I wasn't expecting that, you know what I mean? And it was overwhelming, like, so it's always a good thing when I post it and then it's always a, a cool thing, like, when people write, you know, on the comments and stuff and tell you their thoughts about it and stuff, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I've had that experience still with something podcasts where I'm like, oh, this one was freaking so good, like, people are gonna get a lot out of this, and then in the editing process, which I don't, which I no longer do now, um, but mm-hmm. in the editing process, I was listening back to it and I'm like, oh, this shit wasn't good at all. <laughs> like, like, it wasn't that good, like, I, I don't know, like, the conversation I had with them was good, but it just didn't translate you know, over when we re- watching it, and there was another one where I thought it wasn't that great, and then I listened back to it. I'm like, oh shit! Like this one was really good. Like, I, you know, yeah. I, I didn't feel it when I was in in the middle of it. So it, it, it's a crazy thing how how you perceive things, how you perceive things. Yeah, exactly, man. That's that's why you, that's why you, that's why I remember like different ears, different eyes. Like yeah. I'm just one, I'm just one set of them, and you got so many people in the world, and some songs like Ocean Henny. I don't like that song. You don't I don't like it? because I gave so much. I don't like it, but that's my most popular song. Why, why don't you, 
So do you not tend to give a lot in your music? No, just like I gave a lot in that song. I give a lot of my music more than I do to people to a person. Yeah. But I I gave like so much that like I I just that's why I'm like, man, I don't like this shit. Like, you know, it's like looking in the mirror, like Yeah, you're vulnerable. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was just dishing it out and if stuff was coming so easy. I'm thinking back to certain situations where I was wrong, where I was right. That's why I flipped the page. Like, in the beginning, I'm saying, like, you were selfish. And then at the end, I'm like, damn, I was selfish too. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like one of those things. But, I mean, shit, and I, and I say, like, shit, if people like it, then it don't matter what I think, you know? Do you find that you're selfishly unselfish? I, I know that probably doesn't make any sense yeah, I think I think I think I, I, I took that as like am I so selfless that I'm selfish yeah like that, sometimes like we you give so much or whatever or you do certain things or whatever but it's not for the other person it's for you because I'm guilty of that sometimes like I like to give a lot I'm a giver just like you were saying that you are and sometimes like I'm doing these things and then I'm like it, it's really not for the other person like I'm doing it because it makes me feel good uh, I don't know. That's something I would have to pay attention to, but I'm, 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 I don't really have motives when I do things for people. You get what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just do them because something inside of me is saying, like, you know, this is, this is something you have to do. So, well, I don't, I, I don't I, got I, motives. Don't put that on me. <laughs> no, you, you know, it's just, you know, I just, you know, we different. Everybody's different. Everybody think different. You know what I'm saying? So that's not that's not a bad thing to to have though. That's not because at some point you got to be selfish though. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes it, it's hard to, to to for me at least to 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 take that and be selfish and do something for myself. And sometimes I don't I don't even know what that looks like. Like to focus solely on myself because um, one little thing can knock it off, and I'm not I'm not on that wave anymore. Um, exactly. But what's what's next for you? What's next for you, your music, and your life? Uh, so I have I'm doing a actually it was new to me and I and this and it's and this is one thing I'm proud of. Like I'm doing a show on Saturday with a live band. Oh. So I had a rehearsal, I had a rehearsal yeah, on your, Monday. Your story or something you posted something about your rehearsal or something. Man, and that and. I played the beat for them and like none of them said anything to each other. And they just like caught on and came at like they just caught on to it. And That's amazing. I'm like, and I'm just like, this shit is crazy. Like I took that experience as like if someone's if someone just accomplished like a life goal, you know what I mean? And I haven't even really performed it yet in front of people, but yeah. uh so I have the show on the 23rd, um, I'm doing two songs with a live band, which is which is something that I was I was looking forward to doing. Like when I started music, um, I'm going to release a song sometime next week. I'm at least tell me why. I have a feature that I'm on that's gonna release pretty soon. Uh, one thing that I'm against, and I know I have to do videos. So that's that's something that that will be new as well. I know uh, somebody. Say it again. I know somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll talk after. 
<laughs> yeah, that's something I'm against doing, but I know I have to do that. Why are you uh, against doing it? I just, I just don't like the, I just don't like the idea of me acting. I just don't like because I'm not like a enthusiastic person. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not really animated. Only when I'm doing sports. Like when it comes to music, mm. I'm like. Like I could just, you know, but I, ha- you know, I. Are you, so are you boring? <laughs> no, I don't want to say boring, but are you boring? <laughs> um, are you not as animated when you when you're on stage live and stuff? I, I say this. No, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I say this because there's certain there's certain art like, I feel like a lot of uh, R and B singers get a bad rap, whether men or women, because they're mm-hmm. not doing acrobats or they're not doing all these things or whatever. But with rappers, like they could do the fucking bare minimum. And and I, that's why when I go to concerts, I I tend not to go see rappers because it's like you have your whole freaking entourage on stage with you, and that's not entertaining. I could watch this on YouTube, but then there's our artists like J Cole or even like Wayne. Um, um, who else is there that I've seen that are really good live? Um, um, um Big Sean, um, even Kid Ink. That like they work the stage and like, it's just them, them and the mic or whatever. And, and they're entertaining. They actually do put on a good show, but most rappers aren't like that. Um, so what would you say? Like, have you gone through training or have you gone through any of that stuff? Or, or are you, do you work? The I, I haven't been through training. So I've done three shows so far since I've been doing music. Uh, so my second one, I would say was my best one, the one that was Deegan was a part of in them. So what I do is no vocals in the background. I'm off the instrumental and um I'm um the whole time I'm rapping, you're not gonna hear a, a pre-done the song that's already done, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm in a way I engage is I'm looking, I'm looking at people and at certain parts I might you know, I might point at you and like talking to you. Uh, I remember when I was performing Ocean Henny, and there was a lady in the crowd that uh, I knew. I knew her in certain parts. Like she was right in the front, and I would I would be like rapping to her. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes because uh, I'm not the type to get in the crowd with them and jump all around. They do all that. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I'm cool. I'm cool with being up there by myself. Uh, but the way I interact is I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a rap at you for however long I gotta be up there. I'm gonna be engaged with you as far as like looking at you in your eyes and uh and that and that's probably like the most I'm gonna do it. And I think as I keep performing, it'll get better and things will happen naturally. But what helped me out a lot with performances is speech class when I had to do speech class in college because you gotta. You nervous, like you gotta speak in front of in front of your peers. Yeah. In speech class, you gotta get these speeches, you gotta get persuasive speeches and all these other speeches. So that helped me like with the eye contact and just you know not not being shy and stuff. So I think that helped me out a lot in um and just like rehearsal when I'm like today I rehearsed uh when I went to the studio, I rehearsed the, the two songs I gotta do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always ask people too uh, that have been to my shows, like, "Hey, is there something I could uh, 
do better or fix, even with even when it comes to recording music. That's one thing I do. I listen, like, because I know I'm not good. So I need to know, like, hey, you know, not too many opinions, but as far as like the performances goes, like what would have made that show better and what can I do better? So um for this crowd, I don't know how it's going to be because I know kids are allowed and stuff like that. Yeah. And we have the live band. So I feel like this one is more of a like a fill out and uh, you just vibing and stuff like that. But I think as I keep progressing, I just uh, see and see how I, I also look on YouTube a lot to see how other artists is like that kind of that I kind of uh, have the same similar style as I look at them and uh, see how they interact and stuff like that. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, do you have anybody there to record your your performances? Uh, so the last two I did, they didn't record the whole thing, and that's that's on me too because, like, like how you were saying, like, like being in the moment thing and being proud of it. Like, I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, I'm gonna just perform, and that's it. And the performance ended up being really good. Now it's a blur to me. I don't even remember. I don't like, remember. I had to, I had to ask my homeboy, like, "Hey, what? Hey, how was the performance?" I asked him like a week after, I'm like, "Hey, how was the performance?" He like, "Bro, it seemed like everybody was just stuck. Like when you just started going, like." And I'm like, "Damn!" And the only clip I have of that is like a slow motion video of like a minute with no sound, and you just see me like moving in slow motion, and you can see the people, and they do look like focused in. But this one though. I'm I'm gonna have somebody there. Like even though it's a song, I feel like this would be some good content because it's with a live band, and this is something that I can post everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you never know, you know what I'm saying? You never know what could that that can bring. Yeah, and then also just you can learn from what you see as well. So I was asking the question, you learn off of certain things. I've um I'm a performer. I I can't sing, but I've done shows. Um, and um, I just literally to make some cash. Uh, it's kind of funny. So the job that I had, we used to do this, um, um, uh, what do you call it? Like this gala type event. And they were doing like talent shows. And I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm a creative person. I don't necessarily say I'm super talented, but I got, you know, something or whatever. So um, the first one I did, um, I was like, they were saying they're offering $500. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to win that $500. <laughs> like, come on now. Um, I'm one of the only black people here. So I'm, I'm winning this <laughs> straight up. Yeah. So I had, um, I don't know if you know the song Circles by um, Marcus Houston. Okay. Yeah. And I mixed Tempo by Chris Brown in the middle of it. So <laughs> I came out, I was sitting on, sitting down, came up, popped up or whatever. And I did like this dance routine that I created. Um and then um, I threw the jacket off or whatever um, and, like, went into the song Temple and I had, like, this dance routine. I will say I give credit to Chris Brown. He's freaking amazing. Nobody can do what Chris Brown does um, because I was trying to get some of his dance moves down. And I'm like, how? And, like, you make it look so easy and it's not. Um, and But besides the point, like, after um, I had one of my friends videotape it and... I don't even know what the hell he did because there was no footage. Um, and I, after I got off the stage, I, I honestly didn't remember what happened. Like, I don't, I, it was just gone. Like, you know, maybe it's the adrenaline or whatever you go through. Um, and I uh, I won first place. I got $500. Yeah, Next year, I um, did a Justin Timberlake medley. And um, 
it, I felt like it was a train wreck. Everybody was so entertained. I looked freaking fire. Um, literally, it was red from head to toe. Um, but I felt like I could have did a lot better. The performance, the performance was pretty trash. Um, but I still won. Uh, but um, it, I say all that to say, looking back at that footage, and I posted that footage on it's on Instagram. Um, you can see what you're going, what you could do better at, or what you can, you know, work off of. Um, because sometimes, like when you're in the moment, like you gotta. I don't know if you think when you're performing. No, I just, I just, I just you're, go. You zone out. I just go. Yep, I just zone out and go. That's why I think it was such a blur to me. But now that you mention it, I'm about to get on the phone with my own way out there. Now I know he was paying attention. I got. I'm about to question him to death. Yeah, like, hey. like there's little like I, I swear like even just for rappers and stuff like that, just working in the industry, there's just little things that you can do. Something so simple by even touching a hand or just something so simple like that you have to like try to be mindful of it. Um, and it, it's really hard when you're in the moment though. Um, but that's no, that's good advice though. That's good advice. That's just with rehearsal and, and everything. I've seen many of shows from many different people and I've worked with people and um and then a lot a lot of things that I noticed I was saying this to somebody the other day that um I went to um a Kelly Rowland concert once and I was there concert she brought Eva everything I was like oh she killed that like I was like she killed that show and when I got home it was on TV so I watched it on TV and I'm like is this the same show because this is trash yeah. <laughs> like it translates differently when you, it will translate differently when you are looking back at it, but it's still good for you to look at. So just a little, little tidbit, but um, where can the people find you? Uh, on Instagram, uh, my ad is, uh, dually two X two, which is D O O L E Y two X two. Uh, my music is, uh, everywhere, uh, under I capital I capital V. Um, I'm on, I'm, I'm on Twitter, but I'm not that active anymore because somebody hacked my old one and I just had to make a new one like a couple months ago. And I'm really not that active, but it's the same ad as my, uh, Instagram. Um, Are you on TikTok? Yeah. I refuse. I need, I know I need to give in, but I refuse to make a TikTok. I refuse. Well, um, do it. Uh, <laughs> I, know, uh, I, I was to. talking to. I think Dagan when we were talking about the TikTok stuff and how we're kind of like perfectionists in a certain sense, so like it's hard for us to make videos to do stuff. But um, definitely get on the app and because it's literally gonna just like elevate your music and elevate people listening to it. Like, why hinder your audience when you know? Exactly. 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 Good um, point. But uh, I do want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and and being so gracious and open. Um, um, any last words that you want to say to the people? Anything? Uh, yeah, I appreciate you know I appreciate you giving me a time to uh, speak out and uh, having me. Um, I you know it's a good time for me. Uh, no dull moments. Um, I mean you know if you listen to the music and you like it, good. If you don't. Hey, I don't like everything Drake doing. That's one of my guys. So <laughs> I understand. But uh, nah, that's about it, man. I appreciate you having me as well. No problem. Well, yeah. thanks again.
that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.